0: Well, good morning, I have no idea whether you can hear me well or not, but I'm going to just trust that the Lord can do something beyond what we are able to do, and take His Word and do what with it whatever He uh, deems best to do. Well, we've had a bit of a morning here, and we've certainly had a bit of a week, haven't we, where uh, things Although it's not unfamiliar to us, it still catches us by surprise at the speed at which our lives can change. And whether that's through a government edict, whether it's through an announcement that comes across your social media or via the news, or whether it's a phone call, whatever it may be, we suddenly have these great shifts in our life. The question that I want to ask this morning is, what are the internal conversations that you have with yourself in these times? Because we all have them. I'm not talking about the type of uh, positive thinking, uh, self-talk, that's become so popular as you browse up and down your local bookstore's self-help aisle. I am talking about the internal conversations that we need to have where we repeat what we know to be true about God as a way of reminding ourselves and then reply to those truths with declarations of reality that can only be true in light of who God is. And I think that's the type of conversation that David is having with himself in this great and famous song of His in Psalm 23. I'm going to read it through in a moment, but as I do, I want you to notice that in the six verses that we have in this Psalm, the first three, the first half of this Psalm, God is referred to in the third person, in the sense that David keeps referring to God as He, He. But then it moves from truths about God to relational realities with God and David starts referring to not he, but you. So Let's read it together. I hope you have your Bible open with you. I'm going to read from the Christian Standard Bible, Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I have what I need. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He renews my life. He leads me along the right path for his name's sake. Even though I go through the darkest valley, I fear no danger for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Only goodness and faithful love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord as long as I live. This morning I simply want to just point out in these six verses that there are seven truths that we need to rehearse and remember. So I'm just going to run through them. Truth number one, taken from verse one. Go back and find it. The Lord is my shepherd, I have what I need. Here's the truth that we need to both rehearse and remember truths about God but the realities of a life with God. For the ultimate shepherd we must only look to Jesus. He is our deepest and fullest satisfaction and it can only be met in Him. That's the Truth that we need to rehearse, especially in times like we're living in right now, but certainly at all times. Who is it that we're looking to, to be our ultimate shepherd? Who's the one that we would run to, that we would cling to? The Lord is my shepherd. I have what I need. We must only look to Jesus for that. In fact, as we look to other things and other people even, maybe even our spouse or our family or our job or our financial security, whatever it may be, our health even, if we are looking to anything else to supply what we need, we will be disappointed. We must only look to Jesus because our deepest and Fullest satisfaction can only be met in Him. I want you to notice that when it says the Lord is my shepherd, it doesn't say He will supply all I need. When we look to the Lord as our shepherd, the statement of this reality is I have what I need. That's the first truth. We need to both rehearse and remember. Second one is this in verse 2, he lets me lie down in green pastures, he leads me beside quiet waters. Here's the truth, he is the source of our satisfaction, he nourishes us with what we need, that's the source, he is the one, he nourishes us, he provides for us those green pastures that we're talking about, those still waters, they're the place where sheep grow best. They're the place where sheep find their satisfaction. They're the place that sheep find their food. Here's the third truth found from verse 3. He renews my life. He leads me along the right paths for his name's sake. Here's the third truth that we need to both rehearse and remember today. It is Jesus who both gives life and walks with us through life. He both gives life and walks with us through life. We are not forgotten by him. It's not like he he took us onto the starting line and said, okay, do your best, I'll meet you at the end. And isn't it a beautiful thing for those who know Jesus to be remembering and recalling and looking forward to with hope that day that we meet him face to face in glory. There is a day coming, the trumpets will sound, the dead in Christ shall rise first and we too will be gathered up to meet him in the air and we look forward to that day but please remember... While we wait for that day, we don't wait alone. It's not like that's all we have to hold on to. He gave us life in himself, but he also walks with us through this life. Whatever it is that you're facing today. Maybe it's things not working out the way you wanted them to. Maybe you're facing deep disappointment, even today. Maybe the circumstances of the world that we're living in this very week are causing you anxiety and distress. Maybe you've missed out on something that you were looking forward to. I want you to know this morning that Jesus is walking with you through that. He gives us life and walks with us through life. And ultimately for His glory. We may not understand that today, but certainly a day will come when we look back over the course of our life, the the paths that we have been led on, and we will see that His purpose has been good. Okay, here's the fourth truth that we need to both rehearse and remember. Verse 4, Even when I go through the darkest valley. Some translations most famously say the valley of the shadow of death. I fear no danger for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Here's the truth that we need to rehearse and remember. Even when the paths that we are on, that Jesus walks with us through as we just reminded ourselves from verse 3, even when those paths lead through places we would never choose to go. We can be comforted in knowing that this is not a surprise to our shepherd and neither will he abandon us there. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, a valley of great danger, I take great comfort in the fact that as the psalmist here, as David reminds us, he says that Jesus is with us. You are with us, your rod and your staff. I'm not sure if you are aware of this, but first century shepherds or Old Testament shepherds, they were kind of like the agricultural ninjas of their day. Okay, they had a rod and a staff, one was for comfort. One was for correction, one was for guiding the sheep, but the other one is a weapon. All right? It could stave off the attack of a wolf or the bear, even David himself as he reflects back in his own childhood as a shepherd, whether that a lion came or whether the bear came. The shepherd was there to protect as well as comfort. Jesus will not abandon you in your valley of the shadow of death. Even though the path that you're on, you may never have chosen to walk on, who would? Who would take the the path that leads through the valley of the shadow of death? None of us would. But even if you have found yourself in that valley today, I want you to please know you're not alone there. You have a shepherd who stands with staff ready and with rod ready. He will not abandon you. All right, here's our fifth truth that I want you to see, taken from the first part of verse 5. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Think about this for a moment. No one sits down for a leisurely meal while their enemies are right at their back. But we can. We can sit in comfort and security down for a banquet, down for a feast, even though our enemies surround us. Why? Because He's there. He is our security, our certainty, our comfort. The the sixth thing that I want you to see from this passage, taken from the second part of verse 5 which says, you anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Our shepherd tends to our hurts, provides for us in our needs. This is the shepherd who has walked through the valley, who knows the dangers, who stands as our protector, and even as we do, Even though we face the hurts of this world, the disappointments of this world, even as we face the challenges and the difficulties and the heartaches, you have a shepherd who walks beside, who anoints with oil. He provides for our needs. He tends to our hurts. And the last verse. Only goodness and faithful love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord as long as I live. We are the sheep of the great shepherd. And the sheep know and experience belonging, they experience love because the shepherd is in their life. So much of our world right now is in turmoil. Whether they are in lockdown as we are, or whether or not, or whether they're in the threat of lockdown, or there are worse things happening in our world than lockdown. But his sheep know and experience belonging and love despite the path they walk on, despite the circumstances of their life, because the shepherd is there. And our joy is that we will dwell with Him forever. So here's how I want to finish today. I want to encourage you, don't just settle for truths about God. If your knowledge of God isn't deepening your relationship with God, then you've misunderstood the point of doctrine. David moves from truths about God to statements about his relationship with God. And right now, our world is hurting. Many of you are scared and anxious and all of us are wondering what tomorrow will hold. And it is in this time, exactly this time of turmoil, that our idols... Speak the loudest. Our false shepherds call to us. The things that we treasure and pursue in the hope that they'll make sense of our world, or maybe even make us feel a little bit better for a while. Those things are working hard to gain your attention right now. But I want you to hear this this morning. You have a good shepherd. Quiet your heart and listen. He's calling you. He is searching for you. He is inviting you. He's lifting you. He's carrying you home. Listen, you will know His voice when you hear it. So rehearse the truths that you know about God, but don't stop there. Rehearse them until you remember. And above the noise of this crazy world, you'll hear it. And it's the shepherd's song. The Lord is my shepherd. I have what I need. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He renews my life. He leads me along the right paths for his name's sake. They're the truths about God that we rehearse. But here are the declarations about a relationship with God that is built on those truths. I'm going to finish in a moment, I think maybe Tim's going to come up and Lyndall and I might finish with a song or something, but these are the realities of a life with God. Verse 4, even when I go through the darkest valley, I fear no evil. For you're with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Only goodness and faithful love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord as long as I live. Can I pray for you? Lord, thank you for comforting us through your word this morning. Thank you for the way that you speak tenderly to us in our anxieties and our uncertainties. Thank for your faithfulness to us. Thank you that you are our shepherd, the one who was willing to leave the 99 to come pursue me. Each one of us, as we wandered and went our own way and you pursued us and you held us and you carried us and you healed us and you have not abandoned us and you will not abandon us until you've brought us home. So as we walk through our valleys these shadowy places. Lord, I pray that you would make yourself known to us in ways that draw comfort and healing and hope. Lord, we trust you, our shepherd. In you, we have everything we need. We thank you for Jesus, the great shepherd. And in his name we pray, amen.